Good morning for Wednesday, December 15th, 2010. This is the New York Times Audio Digest, presented by Audible. Here's what's on the front page this morning. Politics enables fugitive to defang law. China wins in wind power by its own rules. And U.S. intelligence offers a dim view of the Afghan war. In today's national news, business leaders look for presence on Obama team and new bid to repeal don't ask policy. In today's financial news, e-readers with color open door for pictures. Save the children breaks with soda tax campaign, and despite criticism, the Fed moves ahead with its bond plan. More business stories, more national and international news too, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Maureen Dowd writes a column called Usurper-in-Chief. Now, as always, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. This is the top story, reported from Mexico City by Randall Archibald. It's headlined, Politics Enables Fugitive to Defang Law. Despite being a federal fugitive accused of laundering millions of dollars for one of Mexico's most ruthless drug cartels, Julio Cesar Godoy says he simply walked into the national legislature here unnoticed in September, right past the cordon of federal police officers watching the building. He then raised his right arm, swore allegiance to the Mexican Constitution, and finally claimed the congressional seat he'd won 15 months before disappearing from public view. It was too late for prosecutors to do much about it. Godoy's newly conferred status came with a special perk, immunity from prosecution. Now, a political saga that underscores the persistent fears of political infiltration by drug cartels and the many frustrations of rooting it out, continues to swirl around him. Mexico's attorney general has been incensed at Godoy's ability to hide in plain sight, while others debate intriguing details in local news reports, like accounts that Godoy had been spirited into the building's basement garage in another lawmaker's car. It undermined the seriousness of the Chamber of Deputies and the rule of law that he could just show up and take the oath, said John Bailey, a Georgetown University professor who studies organized crime and democracy in Mexico. The natural reaction was, what is going on here? It is certainly not unusual for political and government figures here to be implicated in organized crime. Dozens of mayors suspected of ties to criminal networks have been arrested or killed in recent years, and even the country's former senior anti-drug official was arrested for taking bribes from a cartel. But for many lawmakers, the Godoy affair stands out for its sheer brazenness. On Tuesday night, Mexico's lower house of Congress voted overwhelmingly to strip Godoy of his immunity and legislative duties, a development that could lead to his eventual arrest and trial, if he can be found. Godoy has professed his innocence, calling the charges a political vendetta against him by President Felipe Calderon's governing party. But he was not at Tuesday's session. His lawyer attended the session in his place, leaving Godoy's whereabouts unclear. Federal prosecutors contend that Godoy is an important associate of the top leaders of La Familia, a cult-like drug organization that's among the most violent in Mexico. A legislative panel on Monday said it found that Godoy had, among other things, not explained the origins of $2.2 million deposited in his bank accounts or calls from his cell phone to known leaders of the gang. A memo from federal prosecutors to lawmakers said Godoy has been among a group of local mayors, police officers, and other officials in the state of Michoacan, serving as paid informers for the cartel. 
Godoy is the half-brother of the state's governor, Lionel Godoy, who said he was unaware of any illicit activity his brother may have engaged in.